That is literally the fucking worst thing you can do. Hi there, and welcome to episode two of season two of Hob and Charles Talk Comics. I'm one of your hosts, Charles Herring, and I am here with my good friend, Javier Gonzalez, the other host. Hey, Charles. Hi, Hob. How you doing? I'm good. I was trying not to crack up because you did the weirdest countdown with your fingers that I think you did like all sorts of different... You started like with this, and then you started doing thumb to finger and it threw me he pulled me way off sides it's a uh, sign language oh one see? two three four five six seven eight nine ten and now i know yeah. what that is cool yeah okay I, I i i thought you knew what it was and you were laughing about that you just had no clue what I, okay i thought you were just making something up on the fly like i'm just gonna start touching my fingers weird <laughs> i i i do that when i'm when i'm talking about uh, warranties at work I, I, uh, because we have three year war- extended warranties and five year but it turns it into a three it turns it into a four year warranty or a six year warranty and I literally do six in sign like I just because I just do it and I don't think any customer has any idea what I'm doing so. I, did, I did not no clue so today we're going to talk about Cosmic Odyssey which Hav suggested and we're going to talk about a run of Spider-Woman because Charles can't get away from things with spider-related characters to hit to them. Which isn't a bad thing. We all have our fetish. Yeah. Hey, you know. In- Hobbs' boring group books with new Genesis whatever stuff that... Anyway, I'm sorry. I'll save it for the podcast. Oh, wait. We're on the podcast. Yeah, we're doing the podcast, Charles. We're recording, remember? That's <laughs> what we're fetish. doing here? Weird fetish. You know... I was trying to decide whether or not I was going to keep on doing New York stuff, but I really wanted to revisit, for me, revisit. I wanted to reread Cosmic Odyssey. I read it when it came out back in the late 80s, and I was curious to see, you know, like we do with a bunch of this stuff that's, you know, from back then, 80s, especially. Does it hold up? If it doesn't, what's, you know, what doesn't hold up about it? What does? So that was my impetus for suggesting Cosmic Odyssey. Why, why did you suggest spider Oh, go ahead. I, 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 will, I will say I do think it held up. I mean, okay. it, it, it is what it is. I don't think they do a necessarily a much better job on it than that. I, I, I did the Spider-Woman one because it was a, just a when I read it, I really enjoyed it a few years ago. And I was like, Hey, this is a pretty good run. And I was looking for something to branch out to hopefully some comic skaters at some point might listen to our thing. And they keep suggesting superheroes with women in it. I don't, I, that's not the real Spider-Man. I, this, this come Johnny come lately spider woman that they made with this new woke. I mean, she was what in the seventies that they came out with spider woman. I didn't look it up. So I just, I, I just right. want to see if I can pull somebody off sides with a comic that I quite enjoyed. Although I'm pretty sure the, uh, Miss Marvel, if they listen to season one, will do that. Oh, and Gwen oh, I was going to say, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Gwenpool's uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers. Oh, and when, when you, and I'm going to say when, not if, you do suggest reread Ultimate Spider Man by Bendis and Miles Morales. That's the big one that just, you just have to say that Miles Morales is Spider Man. Miles Morales is Spider Man. 
Peter Parker calls him Spider Man. I, I only say that because I'm 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 I just I just got caught up on the current Miles Morales run. Well, as far caught up as Marvel Unlimited allows you. So I'm three to six months behind wherever they're running it. And they there's been a lot of crossover with Peter Parker Spider Man coming over, and he calls him Spider Man. Hey Spider Man. Hey other Spider Man. I mean they're great. Right. Well, actually, at first they they're both sometimes like mm, I mean Spider Man. <laughs> Or yeah, or P- Spider Man. Hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they know each other's no, names. I get you. So yeah, uh, and and no, really, uh, the, the whole point, the reason I suggest these has nothing to do with a woke agenda. It's that I enjoy, God help us, a diverse, different aspects of superhero comics. I really love superhero comics, but I don't always have to read about a white male. As a superhero. Right. And that's what kills me when they go all bombastic and get on their soapbox about, you know, whatever it is. Captain America is Steve Rogers or Spider-Man's Peter Parker or Superman is Clark Kent. For the vast majority of superhero comic books, the vast majority of the heroes have been white males. So, oh my God, God forbid there's some women. There's some people of color that are actually represented in the comic books where kids reading this stuff can identify with with the not that i didn't not that i did not identify or or like the superheroes i read that weren't hispanic for example or were white males but like i said before it was kind of cool to see even though badly portrayed a comic book character like vibe yeah in that justice league run i I talked about i think Mm -hmm. last season you know and on top of that a lot of the creators you know i'll you know that kind of organically get in there you know the news came out that george perez the longtime comic book artist and writer i don't know if you keep up with this stuff but he's been diagnosed with like stage something bad pancreatic cancer inoperable oh. yeah george perez longtime marvel andes he had a, he had some some runs on avengers on the marvel side and then he was the guy with he was superman wolfman that he did what, superman he for a while do a lot of superman yeah he, he did a lot of superman he did teen him and marv wolfman did teen titans that was the big deal in the oh, 80s which was okay. teen titans was dc's kind of answer to the x-men although set you know i don't think it sold as well but it was still really well received and good and his art oh for example he was the artist on the big j jla justice league of america avengers crossover that happened in the late 90s early 2000s I don't know if you ever read that, which was a big deal. No. The last time the company, no, the I last didn't. time the I'm sure you'll make me. I was well. That may be coming down eventually, but you know, because there's creators like George Perez, and you know, I've noticed that Javier Rodriguez was the artist on Spider Woman on this go around, which would you know, I think it's good that there's some you know whatever diversity in comic books. Oh my God, that's that shouldn't be a bad word. Diversity. I I, I could not agree more. And no, I really just like this Spider-Woman run because it delved into some, to some interesting aspects of day-to-day life of a superhero. Which you, which we'll I, get which into. you dig? I, I, I dig. It's a, it's a char- it, it is, to me, it's a character thing. I like stories that explore a character as much or more than I, I and I like action as well. But give me something about the character that's interesting. And I think, and we'll get to that at, at, in the second half of the pod... I think there's some interesting going on with her. Well, she's an interesting character anyway. Uh, that doesn't right. even get into origin stuff in this, which I felt okay with since we're not. We didn't do a Spider Woman origin, which is there's some that's some weird stuff. And she's had a storied history and right, etc. And I think I mentioned I was gonna we were gonna read this Spider Woman arc when she back in season one when we were talking about oh that mutant massacre because she was randomly shoved onto one of the teams in mutant massacre. 
Right. She and was on the government-sponsored like, Freedom Force. Yeah, and I, I don't even think she had like one line, maybe or two lines, if if that. I'd have I, I would say when I read it again, I'll count them. Except, let's be honest, I'm not going to read that again. I'm being overly mean to you this early in a podcast, and I want to <laughs> apologize. Uh, okay, so let's talk about. But take yeah, take them in order, like Cosmic we do. Odyssey. Cosmic Odyssey, first issue of this four issue kind of maxi series, was released in September of 1988. DC, and it's. I'll just give a quick synopsis, I guess. It starts off with Metron, a new god. So let me back up. So this is heavy into some DC Jack Kirby creations. You got the new gods. I did notice one thing about the new gods. He heavily borrowed from Asgard. I realized that. And they did... They did Thor, and he was part of Thor, so I'm not saying he stole from Thor. But he based, you can see he based this off pantheons, and including the Allfather, which is, because don't they call the leader of New Genesis the Allfather? Or... High, fa- high Father. Oh, I'm sorry. See, see what You're he right. did there? Oh, it's, see it's, what he completely, did there? it's completely different. I apologize. Right. Jack, no, Jack uh, Kirby uh, didn't borrow from his own work. Oh, wait, which he borrowed heavily on Stanley's direction from a... From Greek, Norse, from, from Norse, from Norse, Norse mythology. mythology, yeah. Pantheon. I mean, <laughs> well, and and speaking of Norse mythology and like Ragnarok, this anti-life thing is the end of everything. Yes, right. It, it's 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 Ragnarok. Yeah, but I and I, I don't I know that say, it, I would say it's the wolf that's going to eat the moon. Is that the go. is that the right? I I don't know. Oh, I'm trying I'm, to I'm remember my Norse the... mythology. Anywho, but so if, Metron if I am is, is correct. Good. If I am incorrect, please feel free to email us at havandcharlestalkcomics at gmail.com. Havandcharlestalkcomics at gmail.com. The only way anyone that listens to this podcast could possibly reach out to Hav or Charles. Well, the only exactly. way that the only way that we'll read it on on the podcast, if you tell us. If you correct me, just like the happened the last time when Caesar corrected me over text, I I did not bring it up at all. So the only reason <laughs> Okay. I, I've bored I've bored myself with that bit, but we do have an email, and I appear to have. Oh, there we go. You're yeah, back. you went away for a second. Yeah, I did. That was weird. So, chap chapter one of four, or as oh, the kids yeah. are calling it, issue one. I was about to say episode one of four, so I changed it to chapter till I got the right word because I didn't want you to. I didn't want to have our first uh, the first mistake on that. And since I, I I'm pretty sure I got through episode one without saying. Uh, episode for issue. You did, I think. Yeah, and I growth. think you had been doing good towards I, the end I, I have. of last I have. season, too. I, I just don't want to start this stuff over. I No, I'm, pr- I'm proud of you. So, we were talking about issue one. Okay, so Metron is one of the new gods. This very big you know, pantheon of, of super beings that live off in this pocket universe. And he, Metron is like the seeker of knowledge dude and his, and his Mobius chair. And he's always trying to find he's his whole goal is to find knowledge. And he's trying to reach out to this other dimension and make contact with this anti-life entity. And he does. And to his chagrin, because it rocks his world in a bad way. And then he stumbles back into our universe, dark side, and he cuts off the, the anti-life from trying to invade except for these four aspects that make it back. And they're just kind of, in the comic book, depicted as these black little blob things that then go off into separate parts of the galaxy. And, and Darkseid retrieves Metron. Go and, ahead. And they basically possess somebody, from what I can tell. Right. They they are sentient. Yes. They and they can kind over... of take over someone and make them do something. 
what we find out later, unless you don't want me to spoil that part. It's no, go, hey, you're, I, you can beat it. Yeah, I usually am the one that does this. Well, that's not really a spoiler. It's just the, the, the whole gist of this is those four things. We're going to come to find out that the anti-life, now that it re- re-knows that this universe exists, really wants back in. And if it comes, it's going to wipe out everything in the universe, but the only way it can come is to have a massive breach. And the way it's going to do that is to take two out of four uh, solar systems, it has to implode their sun, basically, in order to destabilize the entire Milky Way. So, I mean, I'm sure the science is completely rock solid on this. I Right, I'm sure I it's based no on very doubt, hard science. I, I have no doubt that that they got with uh, Stephen Hawking and they were like, so if we implode Alpha Centauri and our own s- solar system, it's going to completely imbalance the entire Milky Way and have it implode. Correct. And Hawking was like, yeah, sure. Whatever moron. Yeah. And of course earth is one of the planets involved. Yeah. Well, it's it gotta to be, be earth. We, we, we have to have and a so, reading interest. What do we care if the entire Milky Way is destroyed as long as we're still Oh wait. Yeah. Well, and the, yeah, exactly. Well, and then of course the the planets that are involved, you know, three of them are ones that are known very much so in the DC universe. There's Ron or Ran, which is where Adam Strange resides through his Theta Beam and everything. You got Thanagar, the Hawk, Hawk Hawkman and Hawkwoman world. You got our Earth, and then you have Zanshi, is how I'm saying it. So some random uh, ass world that they threw in. I don't. You know what? It, it may have some kind did, of something it, from the. Green Lantern. I, I didn't look it yeah. up. Yeah, was it red tinted? I don't even know. Hold on. That, I'm okay, to you d- you missed what that joke was. Never mind. We'll get into that Banshee, later. No, I don't get it. Okay. Okay. Red tinted, like a shirt. Oh, like this one? No. Yeah, like a red shirt. Yeah, like like. Oh, like, like a red shirt. Oh, I'm sorry, red shirt. Oh my god. Oh, how did I not get that, man? And I'm a Star Trek dude. Gosh darn it. Ah. Uh, so, anyways. Now, now that was a spoiler. Yeah, that was a spoiler because so Darkseid figures out this is bad to the point where he reaches out to his arch nemesis and enemy, the High Father, because he's Apocalypse, they're, you know, New Genesis, and they're in this pocket universe, and they figure out they need some heavies to help them out. And of course, Earth is central to all the big bad, you know, superpowered heroes. So they reach out through the through the White House and recruit yeah, do you remember yeah, that part? I do know. I, I actually kind of really that really amused me. They go to the White House and introduce themselves to the president as an emissary and asking to establish diplomatic relations. And they say that the president's willing to do that. And they're like, "But these are the these are the diplomats we would like." And they give them a list yeah. of superheroes, one of which is Batman. And yeah, so they send. All of them. And as when they get there, they're like, there's something else going on. We knew we weren't diplomats when you included Batman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they recruit Batman, Superman, Starfire, Martian Manhunter, and John Stewart, the Green Lantern, John Stewart. And they all go to New Genesis. Wasn't there somebody else, Dark- too? Did I miss somebody? Yes. Martian Manhunter, Batman. Well, For- Forger and Orion end up pairing up with them. And, oh, and Etrigan. The demon. There you go. Actually, the uh, demon. Jason Blood. Jason, there Jason you Blood. Go. Jason Blood. Sorry, I didn't Jason remember Blood. his You're name, right. but I I did know there was an extra one because nobody can figure out why this random dude, Jason Blood, is there. This old dude that's like barely able to walk. Yeah. You're right. Another uh, DC Jack Kirby creation, the demon. 
Oh, so, really? okay. They, yeah. Yeah. They, they all go over to New Genesis. Hey, I kind of really like that character in other things I've read, it, just as a bit character. That's a, it's a good character. It See, is a cool character. I don't the right... hate Jack Kirby. Uh, sure. I believe you. Does, does the Ryman get on your nerves from the demon? Did you no, notice that? No, I, I, no, I actually, I like rhyming. Okay. I've, I've always liked that's, rhyming. Does that sound weird? That's because I mean, I don't think it's weird no. to like. Okay, it's a bit. It's, it, it's it is a thing. bit. He, yeah, I and it's it's not like every character does it. And yeah. I mean, de- angels uh-huh. and demons speak all f- funky anyway. I I kind of like that. Yeah. So, okay, so I feel like the synopsis is taking a while just to talk about it. They all go to New Genesis. They get paired off in teams to go to these planets. Oh, I was to so stop. Oh, in fairness, I was flipping through the pages just real quick this morning because it's been a couple of weeks since uh-huh. we read it. Hobbs' internet went out last week. We were going to record this oh, last yeah. weekend, so we were both ready. Hobbs' internet just went out, and he he was so Fred. it was very nice. He was very he was, oh I'm like dude it's nothing you can do about it that's fine well well that that that's not one of us got drunk and was too hangover to record or anything that's just nothing we can do about it so but I was flipping through and I was in my head just making because I'm at that point flipping through at that speed I'm like oh my god the st- the structure of this is just the structure of it's literally the structure to. What was the Marvel thing? Not Marvels, but the other one we did on the season finale that was Busick as well. Oh, the the Avengers Forever. Avengers Forever. It is the exact same structure. Gather a disparate set of superheroes, split them up into four groups, do some stuff, come back, and then actually do what you need to do. Including, holy shit, including losing an entire world. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And that's not. By the way, I I took a I took a, a, a seminar called Beyond Structure once, and it was about screenwriting. And it's 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 going behind not structuring. It's going behind beyond that on how to character arc and what you're looking for to develop a character. And one of the things that was uh, that part of it was incredibly fascinating. I, I, I really enjoyed that. But then he had a, a solution to always have ideas on how to base structure of and story ideas, where to get it, It's an endlessly generating story idea place to him. It was the back of the TV guide and you, or, or the, uh, TV guide in your newspaper, you would read the synopsis of a friend's episode, and then you would take that, this and this and this, and then you would build your own episode based on that. And in fairness, it can actually work, and it's why you will it's why you get tropes in sitcoms. I don't know if you ever watched Community. Yeah. Okay. That's all they did. I mean, not all they did, but it was a lot of what they did. Well, they did it to make fun of that, but yes, that yeah. is, I mean, because they, they would take them and they would break them as they did it. And that was a great thing. And the Russo brothers were good at that. And that's why they were so good at their movies, their Marvel movies, where they're based on Marvel comic books, which are structured in a certain way. And then they were able to play within that and really do some stuff. Nice. Hey, and did you just put the connection just now live on the podcast between Avengers Forever and Cosmic Odyssey? Or is this something you had thought about? I literally put it together. I was looking at it this morning and and I I recognized the structure of what gotcha. they did and the split it up and I know I had seen it a number of times. And see what I'm saying is that's every that's essentially every group book. 
that is yeah. essentially every group book and every one of these big this wasn't that big an expansion because it was off in a pocket universe. So especially those four run, what have you, it is broken up. You can do that again with uh, it. similar, similar things happened in, Oh, what was the good one we read? That was like three issues that was right after world war two. And Hitler came back as, as nuke boy. Oh, the, the golden age, golden age, loved golden age, very similar structure. Right. Well, I mean, speaking of structure, Endgame, right? They go into the movies. They split up to yes, go to the different that, time periods. That is ex- and... You are exactly right. And and it okay. works. So just the structure of a story is not as an, is honestly not as important as what goes on in the story. My main problem with Odyssey is what went on was just blah. It was the same thing with Avengers Forever. What went on was just meh. I'm there's I I I wasn't ever really engaged, even though. In Cosmic Odyssey, the entire fate of the universe was it was it it was on the That's line. Right. Except it really wasn't. I it, well, yeah. because it was it was just it one. It's again. I think I've mentioned this. It was too big. I I, I find a lot of I, I I think they go too big, and, and it makes it hard to encompass that. Although in the movies with Endgame and the, the other, they kept it grounded enough with the people and showed enough of what went on that it made it meaningful because it's hard to encompass this awfulness unless you bring it down a little bit. And well, because they, they built up the characters. There had yes. been the character development in Infinity War. By the time they got to Infinity War and Endgame, you were engaged and involved with the characters. Well, and, and beyond that, in Endgame, you also saw, even if you hadn't been as engaged with the characters, when you saw Ant-Man come back and look at what society was like there, when you saw... Captain America hosting a self-help group because he really had experience in this kind of thing coming back the way he did and then going out after that. These are small notes that, and again, this this is where it doesn't hold up because I think if someone were writing Cosmic Odyssey right now, they, well, it had been hard to do that. I mean, they were trying to do that, I guess, back on Earth with the stuff that went on on Earth with the the person that they possessed and did, but it just, I... I, I had no. It didn't, you weren't invested in the characters. I, I was not invested in any way whatsoever. Well, let me let me just jump on something you mentioned. The Cap Self Help Group from Endgame. It's uh-huh. funny that you mentioned that because one of the people that makes a cameo in that self help group is Jim Starlin, the writer of Cosmic Odyssey. Really? He's I didn't the, know that. He's the bald dude with glasses. Because really? and Jim Starlin on the Marvel side created Thanos, Gamora, Drax the Destroyer. And I'm missing one, I think. So, what was what was also interesting, and he did that all for for Marvel in the I want to say mid to early '80s. Then he goes over to DC, and of course, back then there was the whole thing about okay, Thanos, Dark Side. Uh, there's some similarities similarities there, and they were pretty much not Absolute. on accident. Oh no, they were beyond on accident because when so Starling, did he develop it or was he the the creator of it? Of Thanos, what? Thanos. Oh, he created. Thanos. He created Thanos. Under, okay. under under direction from editorial, like we want a character like Dark Dark Side. I think that's, something. No, that's no, that's not exactly how it works. From what I understand, because I've read some okay. Marvel books. So what the way it was is he was create he created a character. He was ripping off a different one. Oh. And what came from editorial was, good God, if you're going to rip it off that directly, you have to use Dark Side. Gotcha. <laughs> so it was one of these. No, 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 no. Because he he was writing a thing with. 
what ended up as Thanos, but he was, what was going on was he, he was, I think it was, and you cannot quote me on that. This is not, a, obviously you're not quoting, you're not writing this down. I'm recording it, but no. in my head, it's Metron or what is that the name of the guy that the other one, I, I yeah, think that, that it's goes, him. Yeah. I think it was him that he was basing it on or it's somebody else. And I'd, I'd have to look it up and I don't, we don't need a, we don't need a Charles types, uh, segment brought to you by the public yeah, yeah, library yeah. the public library it's free yo so no that's fine no i just wanted to point out the jim starlin connection between dc and marvel and yeah. that he had created mm-hmm. the the dark side counterpart in thanos mm-hmm. for marvel for marvel comics and then he's here doing this and you had mentioned the cap self-help group and he was that's in awesome. the cameo there yeah. he's he's the bald guy with glasses if you remember that guy okay it was the gay guy was one of the russo brothers right exactly uh, which Right. Which both the idea that why they finally put a gay character in Marvel Comics, but a straight white director played the character. Ba- baby steps. Baby steps, man. All right. Come on. So Jim Sterling writes it. But the great Mike McNola is the artist or the, the penciler. And of course, he would go on to Hellboy and that whole franchise. He created it, did it a Dark Horse, and that's been a movie franchise or two now, or they tried a second go at it. Going back to what you're saying about not being invested, of course, I I think if you had been reading the characters back then like I was, you, I knew Martian Manhunter from I the know, Justice League dude, International. Dude, I know literally all of them except the John Stewart Green Lantern, but I know of him. So it's not like I okay. don't know the character. I mean, it's Batman, Superman, Martian Manhunter. These are Starfire. Well, Starfire I didn't know Jack about. She's from the the Teen Titans. Okay. Titans or whatever. Oh, that's Teen right. Because she's um, also on, uh, isn't she on Titans? The show. The show. Yeah. 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 She's hotter on the show. Yeah. So you weren't, you know, when, when Jon Stewart is puffing up his chest on, it was on just... Zanshi and tells Martian Manhunter, I got this. I'm a Green Lantern. I have the most powerful tool, weapon in the universe. You just hang back. I got this. And then he shows up. And of course, the weird... You know, whatever oh, kryptonite yeah, they, to his. They, they knew that's they yellow. Knew, they knew he was a Green Lantern, so it was yellow, so he couldn't stop it. So an entire solar system was destroyed because, you know what I got from that? This is going to. I, I got a whiff of overconfident black man. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I really. That, that Gosh, was a mildly oh, serious. That on. was a mild. Hold on. There's mailman or something. Hold on. I'm just going to. Mute out for a second, Lucy. If I can figure out, don't 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 bother. No, you're fine. We're just gonna sit here, Lucy. It's okay. It's okay. Thank you, guard dog. And that's our guard dog, Lucy, who's all of twelve pounds. Uh, Actually, if if you've seen what is it on Twitter, racism dog. Yes. Somebody somebody will say racism dog. What do you think? And then they'll pop up under going bark bark bark. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, Shoot, I had not thought of, but I had not thought of that angle of. But so yeah. John Stewart and Martian Manhunter, mostly John, not mostly John Stewart fails because he's overly confident. They paint the darn doomsday device on that planet. Oh, because the aspect, if you, I would suggest people read it. The, the, the aspects, the four aspects that make it from the anti-life entity into our universe build these doomsday devices on each planet. And so the supers are going to try to stop each of the doomsday devices. On that planet, they send Martian Manhunter and Green Lantern. One of my big problems reading it again now, Charles, is why they pair the two most underpowered people together to go to Earth to stop the entity on Earth. They put Forger, who apparently is just kind of fast and strong, 
in Batman. And, and But they send Orion, who apparently has Superman-level strength, and Superman to Thanagar. Like, I was like, couldn't they equalize the, the power ratios on these teams a little bit? Why are you sticking Batman in the lowest tier of the new god insect people person to go to Earth? Because if Batman has a super-powered person for him to direct and make him use his powers wisely, why, you'll never have any kind of problem. It would have been over in two minutes. If he had Superman, Superman. to tell what to do, it would have been over in no time because Superman wouldn't have made the mistakes he normally makes without the good, strong, guiding hand of a billionaire. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I thought that was kind of silly, too. All. Wasn't it, it again? It's been a few weeks, and it, it this is not staying with me that much, it, it, except as we're talking about it, because I I really did not get into it. I there was okay. there's literally nothing wrong with it, other than the stuff I I said. It just wasn't something that I'm like, hey, all right, I I'm I'm enjoying this. It was just so one. It was about the new gods, which I think is we, we've discussed because you that don't before. like Jack Kirby, so no, you know, there's that. I don't like the new gods. I don't get the new gods. It's a big idea that's based on not great things. I don't because we're because it's based on the ancient aliens, and we're not smart enough as people to have done pyramids. Okay, that's that's we, really we what can't we, we can't stack blocks on each other and taper them upwards. No. Just because kids do that would literally with building blocks, but there's no way we could do that as a society at any point in our history. There's but, no way. So that, what about the no, other, no, okay, the no, other part? That, hold on. Now that some of the stuff going on in Peru is pretty amazing with the, the only way you can really see these giant things laid out on a field is from the sky. But you can, you can lay it out. It, it was hard, but, you know, they make it act as if life was so god-awful always back in the past. But, I mean, if you had a farm and you could eat, there's some spare time. I mean, the crops are growing. you got time to do shit. Probably well, and more. it's not like you were sitting doing the podcast or watching tv or, or, or you know you had a lot of spare time yeah well yeah no kidding i or working the same kind of hours a lot of us work at times i mean it anywho that that was just yeah all of that even even back when i was a kid and those were really popular on saturday afternoon when they get the cheap shows that talked about that even young charles rolled his eyes at that the aliens yeah. that visited us and whatever happened to the Bermuda, uh, Bermuda Triangle? You know, we used to we used to worry about the Bermuda Triangle all the time, and you never hear anything about it anymore. Because they, I don't. It's a best kept secret. They quarantined it off, and we just don't go there anymore. We've learned our lesson. One of the great things on Agents of Shield in one of the episodes, something came up. They were doing something, and somebody goes, "Oh, is is oh maybe it's the Bermuda Triangle?" And Phil Coulson goes, "Oh no, we took care of that in the '80s." Ha! I you know what on I know we're going a bunch of different directions here, but Agents of Shield. I bowed out after I do this with shows too. I've, I'm realizing when they went off into the future. Yeah. After the Earth had been destroyed, I kind of stopped watching, I and I know you. there was like another like two or three seasons that I need to go back and just finish just the, to complete the, it. The the last two seasons were pretty good. the The space one, I was not enjoying at first. And then I finished it, and then I think I rewatched it and really liked it. Or when I finished it, I liked the whole thing. So I need to, I kind of need to go and watch the whole thing. Um, my least favorite season was probably the, uh, what's the demon writer? Hell writer? The ghost writer. Ghost, ghost writer. writer. Thank you. Yeah. This is this I is liked the ghost this has been another segment of our podcast of Charles can't come up with the name of anything. 
Charles can't come <laughs> up with the name of anything. Brought to you by the Public Library. Well, speaking of the Public Library real fast, both of these available on Hoopla. So there's that, which is nice. I mean, yes. I, I, uh, one of the reasons I did suggest Cosmic Odyssey was like, yeah, look at that. It is on, it is on Hoopla. Perfect. Uh, go ahead. You seem, seem like you're about to say something else. Oh, I have no idea. Okay. Well, I was gonna, just a couple other things. I, I did, I, of course nostalgia God, i gotta stop using that word just wanted to go back and read this because i read it when i was a kid and the part where the, the this the, you know they split up into the teams and superman and orion orion's backstory is that he is actually dark side's son but was brought up on new genesis by high father which is a it's it's an interesting angle the the the, the flip to that is that mr miracle of new genesis was brought up on apocalypse and they traded sons essentially to try to build, I don't know, some kind of something between the two uh, planets or, you know, rival factions. But the whole thing on, a, on, on Thanagar, when they're trying to stop the entity and Superman's going underground and Orion's going to create a distraction. And then Superman, of course, saves the day, destroys the doomsday device, comes back up thinking, okay, well, let's celebrate. And Orion has killed everybody just laid yeah. waste to all these Thanagarians that are possessed by the entity because that's the most powerful force mm -hmm. on that planet. So the entity has this psychic ability, so they're mind-controlled, so they're not doing this of their own free will. Orion doesn't give a flying fuck and just says, deal with it. Yeah. And I was like, and Superman's, of course, a little chagrined, and Orion's going to leave, and Superman says, no, I have bodies to bury. Yeah. I the The whole reason the two of them were together was for that. Yeah. Was so yeah. that they had two, the contrast of the two equally powerful beings and how they handle things. Vastly differently. Yes. Uh, and to give... Then the other... Oh, good. And to give Superman the contrast and let him be disappointed in Orion and still do nothing about it. Yeah, he doesn't like it. Yeah, he doesn't punish him or anything. He's just very, very disappointed. I don't like that you uh, massacred all of these people. Now let's go home after I've buried their bodies. Yeah. Okay. And then the Orion is a, is the the whatever straw man for a couple things because he's also the one that looks down on Forger. Forger is part of the new, the New Genesis uh, the insect people, and he calls him a bug. And of course, mm -hmm. when Batman and and Forger go to Earth, it's Forger that sacrifices his life to save the day. And Orion says something snarky at the end, like, "Oh, look, who knew the bug had it in him?" And Batman, of course, is pissed and hits him, and probably breaks his hand on his jaw, but is, gets pissed because he's still making light of the dude that saved Earth. Which, uh, you know, again, Orion use, being used for a point about yeah. I don't know class and yeah, you know, this 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 high guy looking down on these insect people. So yeah, there's that. What do so, you think about Doctor? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I got just one quick question. Are all Green Lanterns, because I haven't read a lot of Green Lanterns, are all Green Lanterns absolute assholes? I think at some level, and I haven't read a bunch of Green I've, I've I mean, at, at it, runs, it, it, when it Jeff Johns sense. was on it, I read some. They are space yeah. cops, and all cops are bastards. Yeah, a lot, maybe, sure. There's good cops and bad cops. I'm but, not going to say all but, cops are bastards, but... I know. Um, I, that, that's you, just the... Hey, look, a, they have, a, they have to be confident. That, yes. I know, I know. I've just, well, you can be confident without being a giant tool. But remember the the whole the whole thing about Unless the ring is it's all based on willpower. Yes, it's and all you willpower. Can have willpower so you have without to, being an asshole. But you have to have super confidence in your. I mean, super confidence being to the point of arrogance. I think like I am the baddest in, in, in this sector. I have the ring, and I can make this ring do anything I want. 
I, I can kind of see everybody that them having the ego. You have to have the ego to sport that power ring that can do anything essentially that you can imagine. And I can imagine some freaky things, but you know, this place is going to be kind of weird for a hundred years. Oh, I, that was yeah, no. Guardians of the Galaxy too. It's Guardians, yeah, I was going Guardians. No, so yeah, I think you know Guy Gardner. I mean, the few Green Lanterns I know, Hal Jordan loses his shit and becomes Phalanx and destroys his his home city of Coast City or whatever. Uh, oh, he also Guy uh, Gardner. He he also attempts to destroy the entire universe at one point. Oh, there's that. Yeah, yeah. the Guy Gardner's just an asshole, except for when he bumped his head and was nice for a little while. Did you like? Yeah, you still do. You still <laughs> fucking Guy Gardner. Jesus. <laughs> fuck i mean the only well, that's guy just they put the haircut, batman the and makes batman not look like an asshole i mean that says a lot right we got to have a character yeah. so despicable batman looks like the good guy next to him yeah so and john stewart was you know i don't know i i, I have not read a lot of john stewart and i like the my 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 most exposure to john stewart is from the the, the justice league animated series okay. quite frankly and the other the other green lantern that i love that if you if you ever do keep on reading justice league from that run that we started last season, there's a Green Lantern called Nort. G apostrophe N-O-R-T. He's like a dog-like Green Lantern humanoid that is the most inept Green Lantern in the universe. He only got the the, the ring because his uncle was some luminary. Somehow there's nepotism in the Green Lantern Corps. And he is, it, it is essentially, he's the comic relief like bumbling, what's the guy from the Andy Griffith show? Barney Don Knotts' character. He's the Barney Fife of the Green Lantern Corps. He can't do anything right, is always messing up, but is a lovable, you know, you know, clumsy space cop. Like, yeah, Barney Five. I, 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 hey, I just came up with that on the fly. The Barney Five of the Green Lantern Corps, Nort. So that's that's the the Green Lantern takes I have, I guess. I don't know. I was going to ask you what you thought of Dr. Fate being in the background and Batman asking Dr. Fate to keep an eye on Darkseid because he knew Darkseid was going to try to pull that. some shit. I did like that. Okay. I... I... I did roll my eye. He asked that once he got back to the U.S. Once he got back to Earth, right? Because that's when he had the conversation with off. That wasn't something. Yeah. He didn't do that before they went to New Genesis. He he did that when he got back. That made it good because I will be honest. Nowadays, with the way they have decided Batman is, and this is this is part of the reason why that. Because by the way, we should always think Darkseid is going to pull a fast one. He's space right. Hitler. Space Hitler is yeah. going to betray you. He's going With to invade. Death yes, he he is going to. Yeah, Hitler had a death fetish. Uh, you can you can say Space Hitler, and the death fetish is there. He's going yeah. to betray you. He's going to invade Poland. The idea that, but nowadays, if they wrote this because of the fetization of Batman and his all-knowing, all-powerful planning, you give him enough time, he can beat anyone. I mean, you give me enough time, I can beat anyone. I. Yeah. Anyway, now he never would have even had a conversation. Dr. Fate would have just shown up, did his thing at the end, and it would have been, well, Batman told me to plan ahead before y'all, he even left for the... Uh... No, I like, I like that when Batman goes to New Genesis, gets the lay of the land, gets back, and is like, holy shit, this is serious. I, I need a heavy hitter. Yeah. Who's the biggest heavy hitter I know? Okay, Dr. Wait, Fate. Well, and who's, I, the, who's the big heavy ahead. hitter that's not here, that, 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 that's not already gone and dr fate yeah and dr fate's a heavy hitter on so many levels yeah no it was a it was a good call one other thing i didn't like the minute superman sees dark side as he's been called in as a diplomat superman called in on a diplomat dark side walks out and batman immediately attempts to attack him it's like dude you're at a you're at a soiree 
to me that yeah. that's that's also part of my Superman and team books and anybody in team books they for certain things they take away certain aspects of their character because Superman always wants to talk first yeah that's a good call I didn't think about that it just uh, struck me as oh he just immediately lost his temper and went after him it's like this isn't even a dark side that's at this point killed anybody he loves that necessarily i'm sure he's killed somebody he and knows, hadn't at least but... hadn't tried a, anything really bad in that issue so far yeah he's actually i mean everything all of yeah. branch he, in the thing yeah so uh, no I, the dr faith thing i always have liked and I, it's not like i've read a ton of it but i like the dc supernatural stable of characters and look dc's been around a lot longer than marvel even though marvel's been around since the early 60s but this you know dr fate the Spectre, the Phantom Stranger, Madame Zan- Zandu or Xanadu or Zandu, however you say her name. You got Detective Chimp. I, I know that's one of my weird. I just love that character. You got the Blue Devil. Uh, oh, well, hold on though. Uh, you, you're, you're talking Zantana. about you're talking about their magic stuff, and then you throw Doc- Detective Chimp in there. I don't think he's a big mystical guy. But for some reason, he's always involved with him. For oh, some reason, okay. Well, like there, a, there, there was a series. There, good. Well, he's a he's throw in. I'm not. There's. No, I'm well, not making fun of. I'm not making fun of him. I've never read any of him. I think it's. I think it's adorable. He's better than your favorite Marvel character, and I know nothing about him. Wow, you're saying Detective Chimp is better than Cyclops? That is a low blow, uh, but funny and well taken. But I, I want to say, you know what? It's been a while. Detective Chimp was in a series in the early 2000s, late 90s called Shadow Pact. Which uh-huh. was a mystical. It was like a precursor to J, uh, Justice League Dark, and it had a bunch of these kind of second tier supernatural characters. Didn't have the big hitters like I just mentioned: Phantom Stranger, Spectre, Doctor Fate, but Blue Devil, a couple other ones. I want to say he dabbles. I don't know. I don't remember. I just remember liking the character a lot. I, I, but I was just going to say: so anytime Doctor Fate's around or any of those other characters, I kind of my my interest is peaked, okay. especially because they are they they do operate on such a big scale. In fact, there was some something we read. Was it Golden Age? It was one of the book comic books where they had to have a whole thing where why the mystical DC characters couldn't intervene. Do you remember that? I, uh, and, and because otherwise they could have just like snapped their fingers and ended the whole thing. But there was something for some reason the Spectre said, "Hey, everybody." Sit, we're sitting this one out because they're so powered, overpowered, really. They, you have to have that kind of, I don't know if it's a MacGuffin or a thing to make sure that they don't just solve the problem with a wave of the hand. Well, yeah, especially when you're talking about just massive group books that yeah. everybody's uh, involved and, in. And hey, why didn't I'm trying to find our podcast? And I'm, and I'm blanking on which one it was. There was, there, I remember, is it the Golden Age? No, I don't remember. It wasn't the Golden Age. Anyways. It was not the goal. No. Okay. So that's about... Oh, the only other things... Do you? I don't know if you have any other thoughts on the old cosmic of the Odyssey. I don't... I, what? It, it just didn't do that much for me. I. It, it all came out well in the end. The Milky Way did not implode. Orion got punched in the face because back in the 80s, that seems to be... when And we grew up with that. It seemed to be when somebody says something that really bothered you, you were allowed to punch them in the face. You, you punch him. You punch yeah. him in the face. You just punch him in the face. Henry, Henry B. Gonzalez, I don't know if you remember him. He was a U.S. representative from San Antonio in the 80s. He was an older guy. He'd been, he, he was elected for the first time to the U.S. House of Representatives when Kennedy was elected president. And he was a long-serving member of the U.S. House of Representatives. And he was at dinner somewhere in San Antonio, and somebody called him a communist, and he punched him out. In, in a restaurant in San Antonio, and there was all talk about he was going to be brought up on criminal charges. Like, ain't nobody going to convict Henry B. Gonzalez in San Antonio of punching somebody for calling him a communist. That guy deserved it. You get called, you call somebody calls you a communist or a Nazi, you, you punch him and you punch your lights out, and you get a free pass. 
Speaking of punching people out in the eighties, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how that's how we rolled in the eighties. Was it the nail? Okay. Was it the nail? Yes, it, it, I, I wrote it. It was the nail. Okay. It was the nail. Sorry, was I was looking up. I was flipping through the art, yeah. the, the podcast because I think yeah, okay. So it was the nail. It was the nail where where they they had the whole little like half half a page thing where why all the yeah why, why here supernatural is the place, DC yeah here is the place where yeah. where we could really use help and why aren't you helping us why aren't you helping us and. Well, he told us not to. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just... The Spectre is kind of in charge, and he's he told us to sit this one out, so we're sitting this one out. Oh, the only other thing I wanted to mention... I did mention the art earlier. It's there very distinctive. It? No, it's... I, the there art, was art the, in it. I'm back on my the, shit. Picture, pic, picture <laughs> books. I, I'm back on my shit. Picture, the, no, I, I did. I, I did enjoy the art, yes. It was very well done. Well, and, and Mike McNola... Is one there's a there's a handful that I always think of when you see without knowing seeing their name in print and see their comic book art, like you know this you know Mike McNola's art when you see it. And the other ones I always think of are Jack Kirby, Walt Simonson, and I wrote these down because I was thinking about this. Bill Sinkevich, Sam Keith, and Larry Stroman are the ones that come to mind. That when you see their art, they're very distinctive styles, different not your run-of-the-mill and, and there's a couple other ones that i know on site but they're they're not as unique and 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 just uh so different than everybody else because i of course i'm a big jim aparo fan for batman and kurt swan for superman but those are more standard 101 jose luis garcia lopez for example too but those are more which when you think of comic book art you those guys are more, these guys while obviously can still tell a sequential story through through their art it's very distinctive, and I just really dig. I, I, I dig their. I, I dug. I dig Mike Magnola's art. So there's that. Cool. All right. Okay. All right. Well, so Spider Woman, eh? Yeah, Spider Woman. Everyday life of a superhero. Which again, I and I'm not knocking it. The, you know, you like the you like the noir kind of crime stuff, and you mm-hmm. like the like Hawkeye. The hey, what's the everyday life of a super like? And mm-hmm. this is very much. I mean, she's pregnant. She's about to burst <laughs> when we start. Yeah, she she's uh, she's sitting in the car. She has a detective agency. She's sitting in a car with Ned. Nope, not Ned Leeds. Different reporter. Damn it. Something Urich. Yes, Ben Urich. U R I C H. Ben Urich. Ben, ben Urich. Okay. Yeah, he's a he's from uh, the Spider. It, he's a Spider Man character. He is a reporter yeah. for the Daily Bugle. He's probably not a reporter for the Daily Bugle at this point, but he has been. He's also been in a lot of Daredevil. Uh, Electra killed him at one point. Oh. Yeah, he's a okay. he's a famous. New York journalists in the Marvel universe, they have a detective agency and she can't do anything. So they're, they have a character who used to be a villain and he is out getting his ass kicked, except he's winning the fight and she's talking to him the whole time. And at one in point his ear. She, in his ear, Oh, what is his name? Oh God. The porcupine. Is he the porcupine? Roger? Yeah. Roger. Yes. He's the por- Roger. Roger, the porcupine. Yeah, he, he, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I love I, that. I, I love him. Yeah. He, he's great. So, yeah, he's there, and she's talking, and he, she's in his ear the whole time, and he just, he's just driving him nuts, because he finally wins the fight, and he's like, you were in my, he's like, yeah, it's a test, because she's going on maternity leave. She's It's it's time. She's going to go on maternity leave, and then, boom, that's it. Now she's bored, because she's not being a superhero. She's just waiting around to have a baby. Bored to tears. Mm-hmm bored to tears and uh you come to find out that her and carol danvers are pretty much bffs yes spider woman jessica drew was who bendis was going to do alias jessica jones with 
but he re- right. he just he just made her own. So he kept a lot of there's some there's a lot of stuff. Been an Avenger, Jessica Jones. Been an Avenger. Best friends with Carol detective Danvers. Agency. Got a detective agency, and I don't know if Spider Woman had a detective agency at that point, but it is. It, he definitely took that character and changed some power sets, and it's it, it worked. And he wanted his own character, so or I don't know if he wanted his own character as much, or they told him he couldn't use Spider Woman. I can't remember exactly. I think he wanted it just to be his own, so he didn't have any backstory. He could do the whole any backstory he wanted with it. So yeah, so she's bored and going along, and I is the the first episode where she goes to the maternity or the ha fuck ah, ding ding first, ding ding is ding is the first issue where she goes to the maternity ward. No, uh, it's no, the party. I, no, I don't just, think so. It's, it's, it's a, it, yeah. Go ahead. I sent you some screenshots. Did you get those? I I'm don't sorry. Know. I should have probably you, mentioned that way back before. What, what'd you send them to? And I said, and I sent to your Gmail account. Okay. Sorry. And I, you, you know what? I sent you some Cosmic Odyssey screenshots, and I probably should have mentioned that before. Yeah. No, I think there's a bit. There's a, some cool art where there's a huge party where she's making the rounds, and everybody's there. Who and somebody gets Tony Stark's like who's the father and well, Carol's yeah. like no you should go ask her yeah that go I, ask her I, I, that you was should. absolutely one of my favorite things was you should go go ask her and and yeah. because my He's favorite like, part sure? I took a screenshot of that my mine is you see it in the background because she's she's still talking to somebody else and you see in the background Spider Man because he's wearing his Spider Man outfit he's not Mask. he's not yeah. maskless standing next to Spider Woman when Tony Stark walks up and as he walks up. You can see Spider Man's spider sense go off. And then it just keeps, as he's talking, it's just even more. And Danvers is over there laughing. And then whoever she's talking to, and I don't remember who it was, says, Well, do you know who the father is? Nah, she won't tell me either. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, that was pretty good. It was priceless. Uh, I thought. Yeah, no, it was. I I Uh, screenshot that. It was great. Oh, dang. That's a good one. Gosh darn it. And I forgot to send you. I've, I should have mentioned the fact that I sent you some freaking screenshots. That's fine. My bad. Uh-huh. No, no, there were some great, there were some great shots. So one of the things that Carol Danvers says is that she, at this point, just to give a little backstory. Carol Danvers is basically, I can't remember if she's already Captain Marvel. I think she is already Captain Marvel instead of Miss Marvel, and she is in charge of A Force. Is that the name of it? The the, the old Canadian team, Space. Oh, League. Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight. Alpha. Flight. No. Alpha Flight, yeah. Yeah, so she is she is in charge of basically protecting the Earth from external threats. What she turned out, what what she's basically doing now, external threats from the solar from outside the solar system coming to attack Earth. So she is all in with what goes on intergalactically. So she tells Jessica that she Jessica. that yeah. she can give her that that she has set an appointment for her at a world an interstellar facility medical facility and their maternity ward and it is it is where she needs to go and it'll be great and she should do it and she says i've got a doctor here and i'll be fine everything's great and during the boredom she finally is like you know what maybe i should go to there so she goes to this place in manhattan and enters a maternity ward and while she's there waiting for her blanket appointment whenever they are taking the two scrolls walk in and take the maternity ward waiting room are. well we we that turns out more scrolls are there to take over the facility and 
hijinks ensue. Yeah. No, so yeah, speaking of scrolls, so yeah, the scrolls come in and they are after some young prince that is there. Unfortunately, it's not just a maternity ward; it's a hospital. And this yes. young prince, the scroll scroll prince, they want to put use as a puppet apparently mm-hmm. to take back over the scroll empire it, it, to make the this, scroll empire to remake the scroll empire to remake the scroll empire. And she very quickly finds the kid and and he helps her and vice versa i don't know i don't know that she very quickly finds the kid no maybe not quickly there is no very quickly about this this entire it takes some doing this entire issue is one of these great old school with working through this it turns out maze yeah because she she originally just takes out the first two scrolls and then they're going to send more, and they're like, oh, you can save us. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to get get my, no, I have a best friend who is going to have no trouble taking care of all these people because she's Captain Marvel, and it'll be fine, and let me, let me contact her. And it turns out that is in the middle of a black hole is where this thing is. So she went through a portal to get to the black hole, and everything is locked down. And if they try to breach it, it'll blow the place up. And so Jessica's on her own. And then they find out who she is, the scrolls. That it's Jessica Drew. Well, okay. Do, do, you, and not, I want... do you know nothing about that? No, I do. Okay. So I was, a couple of things going back to what you said. So you're right. It, didn't, it wasn't that she found the kid right away because it turns out that this hospital is a freaking maze and mm-hmm. there's all manner of extraterrestrial, I mean, you, you waterborne. Sent me, yeah, you sent me all these yeah. screenshots of the wonderful, if Variety you've read a lot of, of comic yeah, books yeah. at times, they will do these great full page things where they're showing them going through a maze basically the rooms they have to go through to get the stuff and she's gone through water world she's crawling through ducks she's doing i i mean it it's great it is such a wonderful yeah. throwback which is, is bright beautiful art so very well done yes very well done and and the squirrel thing yes because i read secret invasion when it came out okay and and jessica jones was one of the i think many many jessica drew okay Sorry, I said Jessica Jones. Jessica Drew, Spider Woman. So back Secret Invasion. Not to go much into that, but because that's a whole other thing. But there, she had been replaced, replaced by a, a super. She'd been replaced by a scroll, and yeah, so the many. leader by the leader of the scrolls. So she had been living as her for however long, and we never really got into how long that they were done in in that. But then when she shows back up when the rest of the like captain she, her captain america and whoever else had been replaced show up she ends up killing lots of scrolls because let's be blunt you're not happy and it really that whole thing really fucked her life up cuz when she was a scroll she was fucking her life up intentionally to do all the scrolly stuff but yeah it really messed her life up because no one trusted her because she'd done all these horrible things and she was the face of the scrolls. It's much like when they did yeah. the Captain America was Hydra and then Captain Hydra. America wasn't Hydra. And yeah, people yeah. are like, no, you were Hydra. Now what, we're supposed to just trust you now? And he's like, but it's this. it was this other. Yeah, so this is coming out of the wreckage of that as well. Her life ain't been that great because of everything that happens. So the scrolls hate her and, and yes. want to kill her. Uh, and and know who she is. Yes, and, and yes. When when they 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 go. Wait a minute, because they recognized her. It's like they all know who Jessica Drew is, enemy number one of yeah. the scrolls, and I'm sure she feels fine about that because she no likey the scrolls either. Right. No. So 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 there. And I I'm sorry. She didn't find him in quick order. You're right. There are the beautiful splash pages. Of her having traversed and to go through all sorts of different environments, and you see all sorts of different types of aliens, 
uh, and you know there's could be a whole comic book about that hospital probably that what goes on there which again really well done in the art school and then she does eventually find the kid and the mm-hmm. kid's just a kid oh, and yeah. is a cool kid yeah he, wants he's to help a really out. cool kid yeah very nice and they eventually save the day except of course when you have that going on and she's pregnant they get to the point where she's going to save the day and about to just F it, I'll take on all of these people. And then she has a contraction or something goes wrong. And that's not good. So she then does get something. Did they Did they drug her? They give her something that... They, they do give her something. Yeah, they said, oh, you're going to pay performing... for this. It's going to hurt. And she saves the day. And then they... She gives birth. And, and then after she gives birth, she's incentivized to protect her baby. Mm-hmm. And she kicks some ass. Oh, that's right. That's right. They haul her off. She gives birth. They give her something. And then she goes, she just goes, they said, you're going to regret this. She's like, I got to save. I have to save all of you and the baby. I, the, this is, this is what and, I do. And if you that's look, the whole thing. A, They're like, there's you're a great splash hurt. page. It's you're going to hurt. There's and a, she's like, I always hurt. I'm a superhero. Look at SW number six. I sent you. If you have it pulled up, there's a, there's so many great splash pages in this, by the way, as, as, as much as I was raving about the art in cosmic odyssey. Oh yeah. It's that one. Javier Rodriguez does a really great job. Oh no. And she's still in her, she's still in her gown. The art in this was just great. It's bright and colorful and so in depth. I, I absolutely love it. I, that was great. Yes. When she's biting his ear. <laughs> yes. Hey, having, man. having one shoot the other is she's venom blasting uh-huh. the the one and biting the ear of the other. That's great. No, she's, you she's... know, Peter Parker really got shafted on that because, I mean, the next spider iteration they made was her and she has a venom blast. And then they make Miles Morales and he has a venom blast. <laughs> Sp- Spidey, did, the OG Spidey didn't have any of that. There, there nope. was a great, I told you, I, I was just getting caught up on the Miles Morales run. Yeah. During it, he uses, Miles uses it as in spite. He's like, that's just so unfair. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But but uh, there there was one where they're, they're fighting each other and he goes, he also can, Miles Morales can go stealth. And he does that's that. That's right. And he tries to attack Peter from behind and Peter still hits him. He goes, how do you do that? He's like, I've been doing this forever. I just do. How do you stick to a wall? That, yeah, I, I, that's, I can. <laughs> you, that's you know, too funny. You can't sneak up on me. <laughs> I, I use my spider sense better than you use your spider sense. It's just the way it works. Yeah. So no, this, uh, that, that quite possibly the entire reason this is the arc I wanted to read. Because I really do like how this one run goes on. And I considered starting it in the second graphic novel instead of reading the first one where the baby is actually already there. But I decided to go with this one because I really wanted this one comic. Gotcha. Because I do think this is the best comic of this run just because it is so it's, it's the origin story of a new superhero. You'll find out later the baby has spider powers. I was going to, I was going to guess that there was eventually going to come up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because uh, the, the baby sitting, you you think a normal baby, when that baby starts to crawl, he can literally crawl up walls. Oh, that's great. I didn't even think about that. Okay, cool. Well then, so she saves the day. Eventually Carol and her crew, you know, make gain access, but by that time Jessica's already kind of not kind of taking care of business. And then correct me if I'm wrong, Charles, she goes back and now, you know, she's got a baby and now she's dealing with being a new a new single mom and there's a there and I didn't take a screenshot of this, but there's one where she just 
wants to tell everybody how and she's like i'm doing she's like i'm dying here but then she's like i'm fine well, it's the opening to a comic, and and it's yeah. just this diet. Well, I used to do this, and it is just it is worth reading that just first thing, and it goes through, and it's just this. It's a new parent thing, and going through anybody that's known a new parent, or I, I, I if you are a new parent, you were a new parent. I'm sure Ryan, if he read that, would be like, oh yeah, I remember that. It's just this whole list of no sleep and no this and no that and da 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 da, da the baby worrying worrying about everything because you're a new about, parent yeah because you, you don't know what you're doing all of this and she gets all through it and goes well I'm fine again I guess and then they they flip because it it's all done with her facing you and they flip and it's She Hulk and who was the other person in the doorway god i don't remember okay it so wasn't it's two carol, of her friends it? No, I, don't it wasn't it was, carol. I don't think it was carol it wasn't carol it, it it's god, it's two of them was. right there. And they just have that Polaxe look and she goes, oh yeah, I guess I shouldn't have, I, I guess new parents shouldn't tell non-parents about what's going on, yeah. what, what's going on. And it's part of the crew that eventually take her out to, to, for drinks well, to see, go out was, and yeah, get it was, away from the it house. Was leading, it was leading up to that. So, so they, right. they, they take her out and it is one of the, it, it's a great, it's a great issue because they leave the baby with Roger, the the, the former the porcupine, the former supervillain, and she is frazzled. They're just like, "Come on, you have to go out. We're gonna have drinks. We're gonna you're you're gonna be okay. You got to get out of the house." And so she is freaked about leaving her with Roger. And it is one of those classic, wonderful fake outs because the trope is, "Oh, well, this guy, he's a former supervillain. He's not gonna be able to handle this. This is oh, this is gonna be hilarious, and she's gonna freak out." Instead, the hijinks and the craziness goes on with when the ladies out. out which you expected that to happen anyway so and and hawkeye isn't hawkeye with them too oh yeah of course hawkeye's with them yeah okay hawkeye, go ahead. hawkeye is is both all of their ex-boyfriends and one of the girls yeah i was gonna say he's just kind of part of the crew yeah he's just uh, he's, he's part of that gang oh it's squirrel girl okay i had to find it it's squirrel girl and she helped that show up at her door okay and and so when it all gets back, she comes back, and not only is the baby asleep, Roger has cleaned up. He's, and he's, he's cleaned the place. He looks fine. He's, he's cleaned up because she hadn't been able to do any of that. And, and she's like, how, how did you do that? And he explains, well, I was on house arrest when my baby was born. <laughs> and my right. wife worked, and I did all of this. I, this, is not, this is not new to me. My daughter, I, I spent lots of times with her. It, it's yeah. why it's why you have the grandmother and grandfather come over and help out some they know what they're doing even if it's been a while since they've done it yeah and i don't uh, even remember what the kerfuffle was when they went out on the town i don't they somehow i don't know if they did they get into something they yeah they did because it's just it's just it's just like a bunch of half splash pages they do get into something but it's not really described they just of course run into some baddies yeah the boomerang is involved for some reason, the boomerang guy from the Marvel universe. Mm -hmm. And of course, the whole time she, like you said, she's worried about Rogers, her apartment's on fire. And, but you're Mm -hmm. right. She comes back and Rogers got it. And of course she's happy and, and all that. It's, it's really nice. It's very well done and very sweet. But then that's pretty much tying, tying it all up because then she's like, you know what? I was a superhero before. I'm still a superhero. I, I gotta, I gotta keep on being a superhero. I gotta be me. And so at the very end, it's her suiting up to go out with Carol and do the superhero thing, yeah. which was cool. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to end it or anything, but I just, I thought mm-hmm. it was really cool that you know, 
she's getting used to being a mom. She, you know, Roger's going to be there for her apparently going forward mm-hmm. as a as a good dude to help her out. Yes. And he's been there, done that. And I and I want to. I never thought these words would escape my lips. I want to read more about the porcupine. Well, you can continue because he's he's in this. Is, is he a big player? Oh yeah, he is a okay. he is a huge player in this arc. And I would encourage you. I'm gonna go. I did. I purposely did not keep going reading on my reread because I just wanted to. I I tend to start throwing things in from the other. And I remember some stuff that I can spoil. Well, I spoiled the uh, baby crawling on the ceiling thing. That's okay. I, that's, I, because that, I, I would it was, not have been a yeah, surprise. Yeah. Well, when no, I saw you that. wouldn't. You wouldn't. I and and that's funny. There's a particularly fun thing talking about the big splash pages. It happens while they're having another one of these big parties, and Spider Man is there, and they're all trying to catch the baby. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Because I think that's where uh, it, I think that's where they discover that he can do it. It's that whole. It's 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 it, it was it was just a look. Look, these this is just the fun of comic books. This is not. And again, you and I differ. You like these huge. You like huge events, and I just like. Yeah, I do. I do. I just like. I do. Fun but I comic do, books. I appreciate the kind of ground level everyday life superhero comic just as much as the big event but i i am a sucker for the big the whole universe is on the line thing but i you know what i have more than enjoyed i've I've very much enjoyed i I don't i can't give enough superlatives stuff like this the hawkeye stuff the alias thing we read the stump town and I'm, i'm i'm probably leaving one or two out but no i i i i like both you know the and the and I do like the individual comic book because I got into Batman back in the eighties. I did read a little bit of Spider Man back then. I just I I always I guess I had to choose. I always choose the big event and the big group book. But this was very well done. And I, and I didn't want to leave this. And we're not done yet, of course. But Dennis Hopeless is the writer. We mentioned Javier oh. Rodriguez is doing the the great art. Mm-hmm. Dennis Hopeless is the writer. I don't think I'd ever read anything by him. But now if I see his name on something because of this. I'd be inclined to check it out because this was so well done. Okay. So there's that. All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else on Spider-Man. You got any other I, thoughts? Take I really ways? don't. I, I just see this was my love for this run of comics. Because I, I will say I've never, until I read this, I've never really been a Spider-Woman fan. Although I did like I did like it when she got back during the Secret Invasion. And I got to reread Secret Invasion. Somebody I, that what, loves and group I knew, books. Somebody that loves group books should suggest that. Well, you know what? Okay, so I had I've been thinking about that. But before we do that, let me, and I know we're taking this out of order. We I said we were done. I was done with Cosmic Odyssey, and oh, I good. just wanted to mention it. And I had the, and I had these things written down. And I didn't mention. Them, well, so I, 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 I want to re- mention something on a screenshot. So go ahead, because you sent me screen. I'm, so, I'm looking at your screenshots. No, the screenshot, the couple things that I and I, and the screenshots are kind of my uh, reminders of what I want to talk about more than just my notes. I found first, you know, so John Stewart cost the lives. I think they say millions, but I, I think if it was a planet of any side, it should have been billions. But he's having some issues dealing with costing these that's people the, their lives. That's the screenshot, I'm and it's so well me. done. Yeah, and and Martian Manhunter gives them the the not the the reverse psychology pep talk because uh-huh. he's holding a gun thinking that he sends his ring off and Martian Manor is like shit or get off the the can yeah right? yeah he 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 tears just... into it just go ahead do it if yeah if you're, guess what? you're, you're not the some, guy I, well he he gives him the this whole you're not the guy i thought you were if you this unfortunately is the life we've chosen and if you can't handle the scale with which your mistakes can cost then you should just kill yourself 
which yeah to um, the point I would where like to, by the way down the gun I would like okay. to I would like to go and explain that this was something that might sure it might work with that if you ever have a friend who is suicidal do not dare them to do it that is literally the fucking worst thing you can do go ahead do it yeah yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And in fact, I, and one of the reasons I wanted to bring this up is because it's an issue. I mean, it's bad. I mean, it's bad when it happens when somebody dies by suicide. Obviously, uh, you don't want to say, you know, go ahead, you you wuss. You know, I don't believe you're going to do it. But there are so many different resources out there. I know on the comic book Twitter, I know a lot of times there are people that tweet out, look, if, if you're thinking, if you know somebody that's in trouble or if you're in trouble, call the 1-800 hotline. That's very easy to Google and find. But you're absolutely right. The approach isn't, uh, I think even us as non-psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, mental health professionals can say, don't do what, jo- what, Mar- what John Jones, Marshall Manhunter did here. Although it works out because at the end, of course, comic books, John Stewart puts down the gun, gets his ring back and says, screw you, Jones, and yeah. walks off. Yeah, he doesn't even uh, but, get what yeah. he did. But and and I will I will give Martian Manhunter something. He is a mind reader. There you go. So that's true. Comic books. It's comic books. That's the only that's the only. But I, I, I literally reading that. I'm like, oh, dear fucking God. How many comic book fans got their friends to kill themselves accidentally thinking they were saving them? Oh, my God. I didn't think of that angle. I just thought, you know, that's how low hey, he kids. was in, in hey, Martian Manhunter's Here's term. how here's how to help your friend who tells you he's thinking of killing or when you walk in and they're holding the gun, go ahead, do it. Do it. Yeah, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> then the other thing, so I I guess plot was I, look, I'm, this is not a this shouldn't I don't feel like this should be a thing where we're doing a, a blow by blow of the plot, but at the very end of it, you know, Darkseid, of course, double crosses and tries to take on the 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 anti-life entity in its own universe, and of course fails utterly, to the point where Doctor Strange has got a uh, Doctor Strange. Whoops, Doctor Fate joins forces. He has to use his power, the Demon, the High Father, Orion, and Darkseid. And of course, they use a pentagram, which I was kind of surprised they got away with in the even in the '80s, because that's very occult. It's not an upside down pentagram, but it's still the five the the five pointed star that a lot of times I think is it five, or am I mistaking that for or is the is the devil worship goat star? No, it's a five pointed star. Anyways, I thought that was a cool shot that I sent you, where yeah, it's it's where they they go and they're they're having to put the. They're going to battle against the anti-life entity and Doctor Fate. There's why, some kind why of. Why aren't they all? Pa- the only problem with it is they're they're not. If they're using that as a power thing, shouldn't they either be each in one of the points or on one of the points instead of just kind of around it? Yeah, I'm not. Near not, it. not I don't not know. To say but... the arts, not, the, it looks good, and that's probably what it is. But shouldn't you, shouldn't you have them like on each point or in the center of each of the five? triangles there you know what i mean instead of one in the yeah, middle and just, all on the out just... two of them completely out of the pentagram and okay sorry you you uh, brought yeah, it up and I... I had to nitpick it this is no, what happens well, but, when but, i but, actually but... pay attention to the art well speaking of sacrificing at the end you and it's something i've forgotten that's why i wanted to go back to this because of the screenshot mm-hmm. dr fate to seal off the anti-life entity from our universe has to destroy some kind of parallel or, or intervening or there's a universe somehow that's in between ours and the anti-life entity uh, universe and he destroys it to create a buffer. 
and he he's like I I hope there wasn't anything alive in there oh well oh see that's a wonderful like that's that's a kind of a big deal dude isn't that a wonderful placeholder that I I don't know that anybody's ever picked it up, but that that you talk about great things where creative comic book writers get stuff from. That seems to me to be one of those because you're you're like, oh wait a minute, I can uh, I can take I this. can jump off on I, I can jump off yeah. from there. There there's something there. What what happened to that? Did he really did he really destroy it or did it get moved? And what were the effects? You know what I mean? It, were there any survivors that, that somehow that, were, I, yes, that are exactly. pissed? Angry survivors coming into the world or maybe teaming up with the anti-life equation or entity. Oh, dear God. This whole anti-life thing. I think that might be my problem with it. It makes no fucking sense. Anti-life is just death laws. The anti-life equation. Okay. It's a gun. It's it's death. It's a gun. I mean, the anti-life. Well, no, I, I, I have to figure out the equation. Hit him with a rock. I. It's not a hard equation. We've been killing people for as long as there's been people, we've been killing people. It's the de- but it's 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 the whatever the death of everything at once, the death of all sentient or not sentient, just all life done. Okay, is the big, it, it, big at the end of the universe? That's what will happen. Yeah, that's I true. mean, I, any anyway, yeah, I. It, it's it's big ideas with it, it's what they think of as big ideas that don't have any real fucking purpose well it's fun is the, it the whole universe is at stake i enjoyed it okay i did i'm not right. uh, I, I, gl- I, I i did enjoy it on the reread i am i'm glad you i'm glad you enjoyed it you were wrong but it's, to enjoy uh, it let me well, well no i'm you no know, I'm, I'm not I, I, but, I, no i know i know you i know you're just i know you're just saying that to say that <laughs> no it's just one of those things though but i think it's kind of like if you had read, like, there's books that I read when I was a kid that I'm mm-hmm. sure if I reread, I would say, oh, that's data, but I still li- I still like it. The same thing. I, I read this back when it came out. I got you. It was no. when I was first going to a comic book specialty shop because this was not on the newsstand. Mm-hmm. This was at, you know, I forget what it was called in San Antonio. It was off Bandera. Comics World or anyways, something world. Oh, it's going to drive me crazy because it's not in existence anymore. No, because it was this. Because it came out in 88. I remember getting this, and this was, you know, pretty run-of-the-mill superhero stuff. A lot of death, you know, a lot of Thanagarians died, a whole solar system died. But right around this time in 88, when I picked this up... And you wonder why Thanagarians are so angry. They get slaughtered by Orion? Yes. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. No, and this weird... This made me think... I'm just thinking yeah. out loud now. Around this time is when I picked up The Killing... Oh my god, I'm blinking on the name. The Killing the Joke? The Killing Joke. The Batman? Yeah, The Killing Joke. And I... And I remember buying it with, like, it took a lot of allowance money back then. Yeah, because I was, like, in eighth grade, I think. That was a comic book I, I picked up and read. And I remember when I was reading it at home, kind of looking over my shoulder, like, I'm pretty sure my parents wouldn't want me uh, reading this. But I was all in. I was like, this is amazingly terrifying and good and weird. <laughs> and holy shit, what, what, what has Batman comic books been to this point? And, of course, I didn't know Alan Moore was Alan Moore. Yeah. And Brian, you know, Brian Boland was Brian Boland and all that. But, anyways, I don't know. Weird tangent. So that yeah. I wanted to revisit the end of uh, the end of uh, what you call it, Cosmic Auto, because of the thing with John Stewart having a crisis and wanting to maybe kill himself, and then uh, and just the weird pentagram at the end. But yeah, that's it. I I can I can see why you and you still enjoyed it when, on the reread because there literally was nothing wrong with it. It it was it was exactly what you would have remembered it as but it's exactly why I wouldn't have read it at the time. And actually, I might have, I, 
I might have enjoyed it if I'd a little bit if I'd have read it in the eighties. Yeah. I, in fairness, I might have enjoyed it a little bit. No, so I I might have enjoyed it at at that point. I probably I I would never have picked it up because I even then one I w- I didn't read DC. I mean, literally did not read anything of DC. I never even I none of it intrigued me when I saw it and it's not like I didn't like Batman or Superman I just didn't read Batman or Superman comics I might have read Teen Titans if I'd have known about it you know if I'd had anybody yeah. that had a copy of Teen Titans cuz that probably would have been up my alley because I didn't want to read adult superheroes I wanted to read younger superheroes even though Spider-Man was an adult at that point but still you know younger New Mutants I read New Mutants I didn't read X-Men I, I read the, I, I was a kid. I wanted more kid stuff. I didn't read power pack because they were too young and I would, I would have been right. embarrassed if I, I'd have been embarrassed if anybody found out how much comic books I read, but I'd have really been embarrassed to find if they found out I read a power pack about, about elementary school kids yeah. and, and Archie. I used to read a lot of Archie comics. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I never did. I never got into Archie, but Hey, the uh, Bugs Bunny or Scrooge McDuck comic uh-huh. books. Yeah. Those were a player. Yeah, I would I would get the uh, I would get the uh, digests at the grocery store, the double digest, the small Archie comic things, because you get them cheap. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, the the little yeah. things, and I would read them because they were just they were inexpensive, and Betty and Veronica were hot, and they were funny yeah. for a kid. No, and hey, look, it's not like my DC stuff. I mean, I got into more DC like in the '90s and early 2000s. The only, the DC stuff, I a little bit of Teen Titans back then. Justice League that we read, mm-hmm. you know, the the reboot after after uh, Infinite Crisis, some Batman, and just hit or miss. Like when John Byrne went over there and did Superman, I remember picking that up, and picking that up, I would I'd buy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is I'm not a library. Buy it or get out. Yeah. No, but 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 much like you, I mean, I did read a little bit, but not nearly as. I mean, I was all in on Marvel because it was alpha. I mean, out to the point where besides Avengers. X Men, New Mutants, Fantastic Four. I was reading some Alpha Flight. Mm-hmm. I ran you know, certain. I would get into Spider Man at times. I would get into Captain America at mm-hmm. times for certain. You know, if, if I caught something at the beginning of an arc or. I, uh, but yeah, I anyways. read. I read some GI Joe. Yeah, my brother was into GI Joe, and I read it. And, and when I didn't knock it, I was just like, "You buy that because I'm going to read it when you're done." Yeah, I I read GI Joe, and I never watched the GI Joe because I. I had friends in elementary school that watched the G.I. Joe co- uh, cartoon and I would I never I because anytime I turned it on, I was like, this is the worst thing I have ever seen. And I wouldn't watch it. And then I, I kind of it, it kind of confused me when I picked up some G.I. Joe comic books. And I'm like, these are pretty good. So I read some G.I. Joe comic books. Um, I'm very tempted to dig them out of my uh, comic book stuff and find out if they're still how bad they are. Let me put it that way. <laughs> find out how bad they are. Well, I, I my brother would buy some comic books, and he was more into the GI Joe and Transformer comic books because he was four years younger to me, and those, yeah. and we would watch the cartoons too. The comic book I'm interested to see, because I still have. Speaking of, you know, from back then, there was a comic book at the comic book store, not at the super, uh, the grocery store, Alien Legion, that mm-hmm. was created by Archie Goodwin. That was an epic comics, which was an imprint of Marvel. It was essentially the French Foreign Legion in space. Oh, okay. And I just remember utterly enjoying it. it. It was dark. There was a lot of death in it. But I am curious, and I'm not suggesting it for next time, but that's something I would maybe want to go back and I'm curious. Like, you're curious about G.I. Joe? I'm curious of Alien Legion being I, more, you know, military-centric. You, you know what I, I kind of want to read, but I have no way to do it because it's not on Marvel Unlimited. 
What is what? This is dumb, and I'm sure I would hate it because I never picked it up as a kid. Rom Space Knight. You know what? Nah, if you like sci-fi, I I would wonder if it holds up or is okay for the t- especially for the time period. But I know people that rave about it, and I picked up issues of it. I would get random issues, you know, those five mm-hmm. packs and three packs you yeah. would get at like Toys R Us or Five and Dimes. I would pick, I would get issues in there, and I remember thinking, you know what, pretty cool. Okay. Uh, okay. You now, know. No. Uh, no. No. But again, I didn't read it when I was in my uh, tween and teen years. I'm talking about picking it up yeah. in my now. Let's call it my early 40s. He lied. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. I get it's. You know what? And I canceled. I I was so I was using Marvel Unlimited and DC Infinite Universe so little. Uh-huh. I canceled it over the holiday. Okay. I was like, why am I paying for this every month? I can re-up whenever I want, of course. Okay. I was paying for I didn't pay for the year. Oh, I, 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 like, I pay I for Marvel Unlimited fee? annually. I, I just go uh, ahead and drop the annual because you save, and I'm not going to cut it off, so I pay it once a year because I, I gotcha. read it. I, I read Marvel Unlimited. I, I'm up on... I, I've been not reading it, and recently I've been catching up on some stuff because I got caught up on... I hadn't read Spider-Man in a while. And I was not reading it on purpose because I was wanting it to build up so I could get through the arc they were getting doing. I wanted to get through the Kindred stuff, which you have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I wanted to get through that. Yeah. I wanted to see where they were going with it. And I was tired of reading it every week or every other week. Or I think they were they had lengthened the time between it. I like it when they're putting out three Spider-Man uh, amazing three times a month. But we have, we have way digressed. So... What well, would... hold on. I do want to okay. point something out for you real fast on the okay. ROM thing, which uh-huh. I think is interesting. ROM was a, a, a franchise, not a franchise, a, a merchandising no, I, what do you I, call it? licensing thing. Yeah. It, it and was I think a, that's it why it's Mattel. not on Marvel. Oh, Limited. I, I, I know exactly why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know. Yeah. No. You know. Yeah. Okay. It was a uh, Mattel made a toy that sucked and then licensed the rights <laughs> to that toy. No, no. Evid- no, no. Read about yeah, it. Yeah, you're right. The, the toy sucked. It was. Yeah, it was. It did. And. But the comic book was good. They they Back well then. that's because they gave Marvel could do whatever the hell they wanted with it. They they were they licensed yeah. this thing, so they made a comic book and they evidently and they pushed it hard. I, the reason I only knew about it is they pushed Rom in a lot of my comics. They they would they, Rom Space Knight would be up in the top left corner where the where the item number was. It was like a mascot thing at times. A so right. yeah, they were pushing ROM on us, and I don't think I ever saw. I I rarely would even see the ROM comic at the comic book store I went to. So I think well, we, no, and they put some heavy. I mean, Bill Mantlo was on it for a while. Mm-hmm. I know as a writer, and he was a good writer back then. And and I think one of the Buscema uh, brothers, I think it was Sal Buscema, who's a great comic book artist, was yeah. on it. Well, they gave them. They gave. It was a thing. Hey, we're doing this. We're getting to make it up. It's not really. With the other comics, it's in the universe, but not really. You can do stuff, and so people. But they'd have people appear in it every so often. Well, like they, you'd yeah. have, pe- you know, Spider Man or X Men or. I, I, or I feel I, like I'm I saying, but they, they're, but they they were able to do their own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it isn't with yeah, existing yeah. canon. It's one of the reasons why I like some of these uh, Spider Woman, Miss Marvel when they did it. Although they still have to, it's still a name. Gwenpool. You can do whatever the hell you want with Gwenpool. Hawkeye, when that Hawkeye run, Hawkeye only exists in group books, but here's a here's a book that you can really go nuts in because it's just Hawkeye. Yeah. So the, the, this is what I love about comics is when you give, even though I do love certain of my characters, and I stick with Spider-Man and it's great, but I love this, hey, let's give these writers that are really good writers 
some free reign to really mess around in this medium a little bit and let's see what they do. Now, unfortunately, they end up being short arcs because I'm not the normal comic book guy that just absolutely wants to read the same thing over and over again. Yeah. I say that that's not really what goes on. I'm okay with change. That's why I liked, that's why I so much enjoyed who's it, what's its name on slots run on Spider-Man. It, it yeah. was great. Cause he, he, he went nuts with it. So getting now back you have to... me all intrigued. Cause I, uh, no, I'm sorry, real fast. You're back on wrong, me on space wrong kick, I looked no, because I looked it up. It was Bill Mantlo and 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 Sal Buscema on it forever, and then at the end, it's Steve Ditko doing the art. Really? At the end, I think I remember that of I the run I, of the I, of I, the seventy five issue run. I legitimately did some research last year just because it came up in something and I was looking at it. And I was like, wait, what was the name of that? I, that, that that's why I knew all about the Mattel thing. And yeah, it's just, that's amazing that those two heavy hitters were uh, anyways. Yeah. So I know big um, bunny trail, but Ditko honestly ahead. was not really a heavy hitter in the eighties anymore. Well, I know I, I, and that is not a knock on Ditko in any way whatsoever. And I hope his family gets paid because they're suing Marvel. I know, and they will. I'm hoping not going to win. Oh, they're going to they're going to write a check. They're going to they're going to want to make this go away. It. And it's not yeah, like they I would, I would it's not so. like these Marvel movies haven't made billions of dollars. Exactly. So start sharing the fucking gonna, wealth. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. I agree. So, what do you want to read next time? Okay. So speaking of. You know, I, we've we've now touched on the scrolls a couple different times. Uh, oh, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> well, remember, in, even though it was weird, uh, Avengers Forever, you had the whole thing with what's his face, Rick Jones, and the. You want to do the scroll? The, that thing. The Kree scroll war. Okay. You you warned, you I, warned and, me look, that and, you were going to make me read this at some point. Yeah, and, and and look, I this is something that's way before my time because it's this. I, I, I think I texted you that I was going to suggest something that came out during the Nixon administration. This came out in '71, and it's on Hoopla, and we, it's 200 and something. I mean, two, for have, comic books, it's 200 and something pages. Yeah, it, it, it's picture books off. Yeah, no. it, but I'm speaking it, of afraid it's, it's not going to hold up but well. It's, it's a 1971. Do you remember back last year you suggested a little thing written by the great Jack Kirby? The Jack okay. King Kirby called Eternals that was written in what year? Was it 71 also? I don't oh, some, it was around that time. It was early 70s. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm going to ask you is, are you sure you want to suggest this? I do I'm because I want, I I've never want read it. I've, I, I've, I've never read it because I was about to suggest, because, you know, you were talking about Jessica Drew. So Jessica Drew, I was about to say mm-hmm. Jessica Jones. You're talking about Jessica Jessica Drew and the Secret Invasion, and I and I was about to say Secret Invasion, but I was like, you know what? I've never read the darn Kree Squirrel War, War that everybody raves about or talks about, and all these subsequent things I've read. Yeah, it so could be. It could be good. More I, just, I think that's great. We can read it. Well, not like I yeah. obviously we can read it because you're suggesting it, and I don't get to say yeah, what you it's suggest. Just, it's well, no, you do. I mean, if you were to if you were to absolutely say no, I'm not freaking reading that. I'll, suggest something else. I, 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 would I say, that okay. is that is not how this works. I I'm not gonna. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 these are your picks. So yeah. So I'm, I, I'm I am warning you. It's all in, I am warning you. If Walking Dead comes out of your mouth, that's fine. But. I read that for a little while. Okay. But you know how I feel about zombies. So I will, if you make me read it, I will read it. And you do not know how angry I will be with you if I like it. <laughs> I say hey, this, do you not I, like horror stuff in general? I'm not big on horror stuff. I don't zombies. like zombies. I think zombies are fucking stupid. And 
I also, I'm going to tell you this. I also think short stories are stupid mostly. So my book club I was in, one of the things we read was World War Z. World War Z yeah. is a series of short things. Vignettes or something. Yeah, right? they, they're, yeah they're like little short stories all tied together going up as the as, as the zombie war, World War Z starts, getting to the apex, and then going down the other way to the end of it. Two things okay. I hate. One thing I loved, not that I'll read it again, that was an incredibly good book. I highly oh, okay. recommend people. No, that's that's why that's where that joke of if you make me read okay. World War Z and I like it, I will be so pissed off at you because I was I went into <laughs> reading I went in reading that to reading that book going son of a bitch I do not want to read this oh this is pretty good. oh this is pretty good. yeah so yeah. no that that's fine so but we'll do the Kree Scroll War um, hopefully I have the time to do what you do and take notes of everything that disgusts me about this so I I won't have to just pull it up out of memory one of these days. I'm going to really pay attention to one of these things you make me read I don't like, and you think I'm mean. And go now. nuts. And just, just, you're just, just going to go nuts on it. Just nitpick it and just like, and this, and what is this? And I read, went back and looked at the continuity, and this this doesn't make any sense because he didn't appear until Fantastic no, no. Four number 39. No, no, I will never. I will never do that. I will never okay. do that because, no, I, I, I'll never be that guy. I, you know what? I, you, you look at it and go, oh, I guess the continuity changed. That's literally the answer in comic books. The continuity yeah. changed. What what you didn't yeah. realize a whole was, thing yeah, about it. I, I can, I, because we can, Retcons. I can, I can retcon that. I can, I, I, yeah. Nope. It was all a dream when you thought it. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Because I'm suggesting this because I, I'm not going to guarantee that the next thing we'll read will be Secret Invasion. Mm -hmm. But I, because I, had, my first thought was let's do Secret Invasion. But I, I've never read Kree Scroll War, and before I reread Secret Invasion, I'd like to have the background of this darn thing. Okay. So and I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go light again, and I'm gonna give you something right up your alley. It's gonna be about uh, it's about a lawyer. It's a it's oh, a cool. very serious look about the law in Marvel Comics. It is a great She-Hulk arc that came out in 2015, I, I don't know. I, I will get you the exact one. It is also on Hoopla. We'll read the first arc of that. Uh, I enjoyed it when I read it, and I read the first episode. Uh, oh, fuck me. I read the first issue <laughs> of it. You didn't quite say it, though. Uh, oh, it, it, it all came out. I just stopped. I, I stopped making sounds as I finished saying the word. So, no, I said it. The first issue already, I, I, I really liked it. I, I got a, I, I forgot to write down exactly which one it is, but it. Yeah, there's, there's a few. Yeah, no, there's a number of She-Hulks on there on Hoopla. So I'll, I'll get it to you. I, I'd look it up. Is on, it the one where she's in her, in her, never mind. I'm just looking at the covers now. Yeah. Okay, and cool, because the last time I read She-Hulk, again, back in the 80s, was when John Byrne did the sensational She-Hulk, which I'm looking at right now in Hoopla, mm -hmm. which she broke. The, she This was before, well, I don't know, before Deadpool, but she was breaking the fourth wall back then. It I, was really, I thought really, I, I liked it back then. But I, I read She-Hulk as a kid, but, and I think I've mentioned I had yeah. a, a, a little thin for, thing for She-Hulk. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Hey, yeah. don't blame me. I'm okay with it. You, uh, yeah, just send send me the link or the screenshot of it. So yeah, I, make sure I will I do that do right when one. I pull it up. Because I've always enjoyed She-Hulk, and I've read some stuff, recent, more recent stuff than what I did when I was a kid. And I, they do some, again, it's a character you can have fun with. 
Yeah. Because it's not this, oh my Lord, it has to be this way. This is the way this character is. It's a, hey, this is a, I hate to say it, secondary character in the Marvel pantheon. And you can play around a little bit. So. You're right. They give them, like you were saying about, you know, what we were just talking about, Rom or any of those mm-hmm. other, you know, kind of, sec- like you said, not to, you know, belittle the character or the people that work on it, and it, it but they get, they get more free reign. Yeah. It, they get more free reign. It's not belittling. They're, get, they're getting an opportunity to see if they can turn it into something because there have been times where they do get, they get this opportunity and it turns into a long run because it sells. So that it's a good, and that's where we get a lot of good writers in some of the big books. They write something like this and maybe it doesn't take off, but it's read by enough people and they get a good idea of what they can do. And then they get on a big book and they bring a new well, vision right. to a big book. So I, and I enjoy, I, I enjoy watching or, or reading these things. I think, I, I hope you'll like it because it is so, I will say my one problem with it, it is so grounded in, in the law that really sorry okay yeah. i was gonna say okay god i was gonna say what that'd be hilarious it, it if is, they were getting into like is, motion practice and no no yeah i know that wouldn't that be just but it is it's like it oh is, my god i got this deadline today it is it is her being an attorney okay yeah it, yeah and i it, it, spoil it if you want to or if you don't don't okay does matt murdoch make some appearance in this i don't remember it's been a number of years since i read the whole okay. thing okay <laughs> all right Oh, I think I see. There's there's one here where she absolutely she's like on the courthouse steps. Superhuman law. Anyways, okay. Uh, Anyways, so, okay. Well, cool, man. I'm looking yeah, forward to that. I am too. So I I, right. I I think I mentioned earlier we have a website. No, I didn't mention the website. Havandcharles.com. No, we have a website. We I think we first mentioned it in our last episode of the first season, and I don't think we mentioned it in the last episode. Patrick, my brother, put us together a website. It's Havandcharles.com. And you're welcome to go there. All of our, the, the email for the show that I mentioned before, havandcharles.comics at gmail.com is there. Our Twitter handles, I believe, are there as well. I'm at Herring Red Real, and Hav is at Hav Gonzo Tweets. And then the, the comic book podcast Twitter handle is at J and C. Talk Comics and and is spelled out so J A N D C Talk Comics is our Twitter handle. Yes. And yeah, and then you can see the uh, unpaid intern throw shade mostly at me, but now sometimes at Charles every once in a while, especially now that we're getting back up and running. Well, I had to dig him out of the gutter yeah. he had fallen into and and make him start promoting the fact that we're going to have a second season. I, I mean, we we've now yeah. got this will be the second podcast in the can because and I still don't know when I'm going to drop the first episode. Of the second season, soon. Hey, it's okay so, to have a few in the can, and then we get yes. then you know you don't have to, we're not on a in a in a in a bind. Yes, it it, it makes it easier. And then hopefully, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, hopefully, what I was gonna say, and then hopefully at some point, at some point this season, we'll have a sit down with me, you, and Caesar, and we can talk about all the not all, but the the big ones, you know, the Spider Man movie. No, we're gonna talk about Spider Man movies. I don't care about any of this other shit. We'll touch on it, but we're gonna talk <laughs> about the Spider Man movie. I need to talk about the Spider. Damn it, Hav! I need to talk about the Spider Man movie. Well, I know, I know you do, and we purposely, I feel, haven't really talked about it because we're saving the gold for the podcast. Because I have some thoughts, I and have, there's other stuff like I want to talk Eternals, and I don't want to talk about it. 
You do not want to talk Eternals um, with me. I do. I do. That's why I do want to talk Eternals with you. It's just going to be a whole hour of me saying, I was right and you were wrong. I was right and you were wrong. See? Now, it, I, I want to I, I get that out there. Uh, what else? Oh, Shang-Chi. Oh, man. I need to watch that again. I like there's that. There's been other stuff. Shoot. There's been so there's so much stuff out there right now. Have you been watching Peacemaker? I, have you, I know the last you're not two a DC guy. You know, I've loved the okay. Peacemaker. I, I have to watch the last two episodes. Okay, because I really liked The Suicide Squad. I thought that was great. The Suicide Squad was awesome. I watched that on uh, New Year's Eve for the first time because it finally came back on to HBO. I got HBO Max right after they took it off. And so I've been going along, and now they've got it. And so I watched that, and then I wanted to make sure I watched it before I started watching The Peacemaker because then Peacemaker came out, and I've been watching that. And, I mean, we can also talk about, uh, I know it's a comic book podcast, but... They make Star Wars comic books. They do. So we can talk about the book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yes. So we yeah. can do that. So we so, got a lot. So uh, yes. just a preview what else we got coming down podcast, you know, once uh, we get a couple of these in the can and hopefully Caesar can join us at some point for one of those special yeah. episodes. Absolutely. So uh, thank you for all of those that have listened. A uh, special thanks for everyone that has emailed us. So thanks, Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, uh, ditto. Thank you, everybody that listens. If you have any suggestions or want to read along with us and have comments about what we suggested and, and maybe suggestions based on what we've read before, hey, like 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 we've been saying, email us. We appreciate. I do. I appreciate the emails or tweet at us because that's always fun. That but is. Yeah. That is. All right, y'all have a great rest of the day in which you're listening. Thank you very much. Bye.